Welcome, everybody, to the Drew Too Many podcast. We are the most competitive, well, most competitive, definitely the funniest Pokemon TCG podcast out there. Uh, every week, I'm joined <laughs> by my awesome friends. <laughs> every week, we get together to talk uh, everything about a uh, children's card game. And with me today, I've got uh, Drew Allen and Trevor Reed, as always, Yo. and filling in for Alex today. We are honored to have official Pokemon commentator himself. We got Kyle Sablehouse with us today. Kyle, welcome to the podcast. Hey, what's going on? I'm so excited to have you here this week. It's gonna be fun. Kyle, we've been friends for we've been we've been we've been friends for a, a while. At least I think I started playing like 2013. You've definitely been playing, I think, well before that, right? When did you start? Oh yeah, I I, I had almost a decade on you by then. <laughs> I I discovered organized play in 04, but I I Ooh. I definitely dabbled when I was like seven or eight when it first came out. That's wild. So what's your what's your pop ID? I mean, or like how long is your pop ID? You don't have to. All right, know. all right. This that still triggers me because I had a four digit and they lost it and they <laughs> no. gave me a very low six digit in replacement. So I start oh. mine starts one two. It's pretty low. Yeah, I know. Is is pop ID like your social security number? Is like, are you not allowed to say your pop ID in public? Are people gonna like steal? Your I mean, I'm, I don't I'm, know. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that one close <laughs> to the chest. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> What are they gonna do? Win you points? <laughs> they definitely can't take any. There's, well, guess... there's nothing there. <laughs> hey, that's not true, Kyle. You had a very successful run at NAIC. Oh yeah, that's right. I, I, I guess they do have a couple points now. I they just they're just they're like funny money. They're whose line does it anyway? Points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I guess I have you beat them because mine's five digits long. I started well, playing well. in Deoxys, EX Deoxys, and Man. then uh, stopped playing for a while. But then, like, the old TO at in Arizona just, like, found it one day. and was like, oh, I found your old Pop ID. Here you go. And I was like, oh, I'm using this for sure. Yeah, that, that guy's a legend right there. Mm -hmm. I, I, I desperately wish I could find mine again. Yeah, it was super hype. So I think um, what we're going to talk about for this week, for this episode, is just, like, Kyle, I'm kind of curious about, like, your NAIC run, how you like tested in the midst of also like, you know, doing commentary and stuff, um, how your run went, how you came to uh, that deck decision. And then I'm kind of curious a little bit about like a little bit of the backside of commentating too. Then maybe we can get into trivia and then go over like world's plays and what we expect to see and stuff. I love it. Let's do it. Cool. So I hope you have a trivia question ready. Were you able to get one? For our little trivia I mean, segment. I'll unlock some part of my mind castle to get you something cool. <laughs> the mind castle. Perfect. <laughs> oh, I'm so hyped. So how was playing at NAIC? It was your first was it your first tournament of the season? Uh so I got to play a League Cup the week before. Uh, oh, there so you go. <laughs> I got really good quality gameplay from my twenty six other competitors in northern <laughs> Indianapolis. But no, it was actually like pretty solid players that showed up there. A lot of players that we see on stream, usually uh, Joe Turrentine was my finalist opponent. And since the moment that I walked in, he kind of knew that we were going <laughs> to clash at some point in time. So he just kept <laughs> taking pictures of me the whole time that I'm in the tournament. And he's like, he's following me. He's going to find me. And uh, sure enough, I told him, we'll, I'll see you in in, uh, in Top Cut. And I beat him in six turns total in finals. I was going to say, if if Ooh. I was going to say, if he beat you, then you could just call the cops on him, say he's a stalker, get him arrested, and then boom, <laughs> right. you win. 
I've got, I've got proof time. on Twitter right there. <laughs> Easy peasy. Did you, so did you play Lost Tina there too? Yeah. So that was a. Uh, I was. I want. I like the deck in general. Like I feel like it just has a lot of openness and uh, it has a lot of answers. And that's kind of what I've always been about in the TCG. Is just like. Give me ways to play Pokemon, and I'll find a way to beat my opponent, usually. Yeah, Tina's definitely uh, adapted. I think Jet opens up a lot of options to the deck and uh, saves slots by being Switch Retreat, too, which is really helps. Yeah, it, it's it's sprinkled in. Like, clearly the deck's not refined yet. Everyone's trying to figure out the best way. We yeah. saw Henry Brand with the Cross Switchers, and that looks really good sometimes. <laughs> and then sometimes you Roxanne or you Iono, and you just roll into double VIP and one Cross Switcher, and you're like, this deck <laughs> sucks. What am I doing? Yeah. So classic uh, it, moment. Yeah, it can be really ugly sometimes, but I, I felt like the list that I was running there, I, I just wanted to have as many answers as possible. And I really like the fact that I can just t take anything off the board with uh, the V star and also play path in a deck that has Comface cycling. So uh, I just had a lot of answers. And sure enough, like I was playing against Ting Lu, Chen Pao, like everything new, and I just destroyed everything at the cup. So it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun destroying everybody. That's <laughs> when I have to the play most Pokemon. <laughs> that was that was my worry. It was like I was gonna go there and then someone's just gonna draw super hot and I'm not gonna get to play, and then they're gonna be yeah. like, Oh, look at this. I beat the caster. I'm like, dude, I just, if I if I get to play, I'll 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 show you something. Yeah, speaking of casters, you finally uh, beat the caster curse at NAIC. I think you're uh, one of the first casters <laughs> to win a stream other than Pablo. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it Ending I see that was that was definitely a fun ride for me. I was gonna say Jeremy tied on stream, but then he screwed. Jeremy should have won. Yeah, he yes. was playing a turn. He was winning he was winning that. Time was not his friend and his opponent uh definitely took a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. I love Triple J, but uh tying is not winning. Unfortunately, he's winning one game, I guess. No, not a win. So congratulations, Kyle. You are now the first commentator woo! to win. Woo! <laughs> so how is how is like testing for this event through throughout like commentating and stuff because like i guess as a commentator do you pull like i'm sure you still play a lot to like be familiar with the cards but i guess like how much do you play in the midst of everything yeah so i still do some coaching on the side i, I like to oh, at least oh, do nice. four hours a week so i do that to like keep myself fresh also like help some of the younger players get to their goals that they're looking for and then i was like okay, I want to like have like one serious go at NEIC. Uh, so immediately I messaged John Ang and I'm like, hey, are we going to do this thing? He's like, I got to message Big Daddy Bradner and see if he'll let you in. He immediately <laughs> oh throws, so like, all right, yeah, you're in. Let's do this. And then as we're testing, they're all like super locked on like the decks that they like. And I'm like, I appreciate that, but I've got ideas. Like I want to, yeah. I want to test this stuff myself. So when it wasn't being heard as much as I thought it would, I was like, all right, I'll just handle this myself. So uh, <laughs> uh, I, I called up my brother-in-law, and like we just Thanos. got like three really good testing sessions in before NAIC, and we ended up uh, both loving Lostina. Oh, that's awesome. Maybe I should, maybe I got to throw some ideas your way then. See, Trevor, Trevor and Drew don't <laughs> like my my Fortress EX <laughs> ideas. <laughs> I'm here to kill ideas, not make them. That that's basically every conversation with Reagan is <laughs> why not bird and I'm like well yeah but <laughs> yeah but what happens when you don't get your Burnett turn one going second <laughs> just, just get it like oh, yeah, come on 
just flip whatever you need to in capture room and you get there yeah we were talking with Juancho a couple or yeah last episode and i was like Juancho, but sandaconda though sandaconda v-max <gasps> might be good no <laughs> I gotta draw the line somewhere. Kyle, yeah, if Alex was here, he'd be like, "Ooh, Santa Condavi." Now, now, Alex is all about the Cinderace Beedrill Single Strike Mustard deck. There's not enough Archeops in that idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it has Archeops, I'm in. Wait, so Trevor, yeah, you put Lugia V Star and Archeops, and then you just take up the Santa Condas and put in T-Tars, you know. <laughs> it's a great Santa Conda deck, you know. Trevor, unidentified fossil, rare candy, Archaeops. No, you win. You no, win, man. No, <laughs> I'm not in on rare candy for most things. Like Guardian gets away with it because they have so much draw. That's about it. Yeah. So uh, leading up to the event, what got you into Tina? Because I feel like uh, a lot of people have been hitting on the deck, just you know, for consistency or whatever. Right. So going into NAIC, I thought it lined up really well because every uh, American's favorite deck is just uh, Iona Path, Judge Path, uh, Arceus is my best friend. I'm like, cool, I got 280 <laughs> HP, just get blown up, and I get to keep playing the game. So that was like my main idea, and I think we're on a similar trajectory still. I've been yeah. playtesting a lot with uh, uh, not only my brother-in-law, but my brother, who's coming out of retirement, he's Woo! been playing with me too. Ooh. Yeah. So he'll be playing this year, and... Which um, fun fact our, our spreadsheet loves lostina man we don't lose oh fun fact we're on the same team now uh me and your oh yeah Kyle. you got you got picked up too let's go yeah, the egs team the elite grading All services right. yeah we got the, we're gonna rock the jerseys it'll be cool yeah I'm are you gonna to win the him. case oh yeah i hope so obviously <laughs> come on now, <laughs> that would be cool to have like a little invitational kind of like the old like uh top cut invitational yeah, that, like happened. Oh, that would be sick. Yeah, but uh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm sure now that he's coming out of retirement, you guys are going to be testing him a lot, huh? Right. Yeah, that's like we've been we've been trying to like reconnect because obviously when we're across bedrooms from each other, it's really easy to just like hop yeah. on the stream, do everything, whatever. But man, we're old now. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his his like his like prime hours are like one to three a.m. and I'm like, bro, I've been asleep for three or four hours <laughs> yeah, by yeah. then. What are you doing? Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're only up that late at, like if the kids are keeping you up, right? Exactly. Yep. So is is he married now? Yeah, he's uh he's all right. Don't make me get into all this. He's married <laughs> to my wife's sister. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. totally forgot. <laughs> we oh, we wow. joke that if there was one more Sable House, Justin would have hopped on board too. Like oh, <laughs> they just they just love us. <laughs> oh my word. That's so funny. Is Ryan get... uh, playing in the open as well? Uh, he's not. No, he's he's gonna just fresh start uh, getting points from this point on and go into next year. So Kyle, we're gonna have to sponsor you too. You can you can hop on the team oh. too. Oh hell! Well, he took my on. number, so I'm a little <laughs> upset. Ah <laughs> man. <laughs> and they officially updated the ruling for uh, sponsorship, even though it was allowed this last season. They they made an official ruling for it. Yeah, they hold Yes. So they they've always done it at least at least this year they they like opened it up and they were like, "All right, we're going to let everyone through, but there was this quality control check that we had to do and it was just another step that we didn't want to bother with, I'm assuming." So now they now they have the little like form that you fill out to make sure that you're on the list. So that that makes it a little bit easier to just hop on stream. I think it's good they uh change that 
Pokemon as of late has been kind of just feeling a lot more like an eSport with, you know, Unite mm-hmm. and stuff. This is just one more step forward. Yeah, I think that's that's been the feel that we've been looking for as we've been continuing to grow. And I it's only going to get bigger from this point on. So any change that you yeah. see, expect that to just be leading to this becoming the next League of Legends big one, all those things that we're looking for. Well, seeing Unite over there, like, you know, across the stage from TCG all the time whenever I go to or like uh at uic i guess um yeah, they just get so hype and they've got all their jerseys and like the big screens and stuff and it's just like definitely feel it's starting to feel more and more just like a big esports like tournament um, yeah we need super, the super we need cool. the face cam that they have that thing I they, know. They've, you can you, you feel like you're in the screen with them like it goes crazy yeah they got the setup we'll, we'll have that for tcg soon <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be super cool. So, getting back to um, Lost Tina a little bit, because we were ta- you, were, you were talking about, you know, all the Americans love to play Arceus, and you just hit 280. Was I'm curious, was V-Guard ever a problem? Because I was like, V-Guard seems like very problematic in an Arceus deck. They just like slap one of those on their Arceus, and all of a sudden you're not hitting 280. Yeah, so, of course, like Star Requiem says I don't care, but getting through the first one can be weird. Uh, so we wanted to play a split. So we had two path and one Sinnoh, and Sinnoh was kind of like the bailout uh, answer for that. And uh-huh. Also, against Lugia, just getting through gift energy and stuff, we were like, oh, that's just cracked. Sinnoh's so like, good against we, Lugia. <laughs> yeah, we we would knock out the the, the Lugia, and then they bring up the T-Tar with a gift, and they'd knock us out, and then we'd Requiem that one, and then they're like, oh, cool, I just lose. And you rocks and me? Okay, yeah, this is over. Yeah, that's, that's pretty tough, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And then they're looking for fish too, and my spirit tomb's there. It's just like, yeah, you're uh, you're so done. <laughs> pain. <laughs> yeah, we had we had we we had we had two path and the tomb and the Sinnoh. Like we 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 were ready for everything. Oh, that's so dirty. Wait, I thought you only had the the two path, so you did have the temple in there. Yeah, I, I had I had that, and I had the spirit tomb. Like when I oh, when you see yeah. me playing against Ross on stream, I. Like one of the one of the opening turns, first I love abyss seeking at any point possible. I just go up yeah, there. Yeah, you were abyss seeking quite a bit actually. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So you definitely, I sacrifice the first Tina almost always. I'm just like, take this, I'll figure it out later. <laughs> yeah, if I if I get there, I I'm usually winning. And then with ability lock in combination with all that, we're it's hard to lose. So what did you end up finding? You lost to. Um, Gardevoir was not our favorite matchup, and we've been we've been working really? on how to beat it. But I mean, racing lost box was an issue, but we have like a we have like an, an initial strat to help with that. It doesn't help when your deck is just like not drawing, so that's kind of an issue that I was running into. Like mm-hmm. I just wasn't drawing nearly as well in day two. Uh, but I also saw no Arceus in day two, so that kind of slowed me down too. But yeah, uh, Gardevoir was an issue for me day two. And then a couple of the lost box uh, that I ran into, I was just like tying when I had easy wins. If I could have found Mirage Gate, and that card didn't want to find me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you had to go through the the Ringer day. Uh, go through the Ringer. I see two of your losses to Gardevoir were Rowan Stavenow, who made top eight, and then Justin Bukari. Top four. <laughs> oh, yeah, top four, yeah. So. I- yeah, I, I started I started the uh, day two against Bakari, and I was like, "Geez, here we go!" Like <laughs> I I'm surrounded by Arceus, and I and I get Bakari, <laughs> and Bakari's oh, probably wow. the only Gardevoir in the room that actively tested against Lostina because he's in the group. Oh. And I told them, "Hey guys, Lostina's cracked. Like you need to <laughs> no. test against this." So Bradner tested that matchup with him probably all the time until they realized the deck's too slow. 
And I was like, no, mm. it's not too slow. You're just you're just not patient. <laughs> <laughs> you got abyss seeking more. <laughs> yeah, that was that was something that came up on stream was Pablo kept saying that I should be going for Cramorant. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to get Greninja down and I'm going to put on a path. And if I don't use this Greninja, I'm winning. And if I do use this Greninja because they got rid of my path, I'm winning. So mm -hmm. I don't need <laughs> I don't need to bother with Cramorant here. Yeah, uh, I mean, abyss seeking it. I mean, once you get to seven, then. You're pretty happy, then I guess. Yeah, I I know I wanna I wanna win that game in three attacks or four if I have to include the the double Sableye. That was that's all I was thinking about. I don't I didn't want to like put damage on the board and leave a situation where I like have to find boss this turn or I have to work mm -hmm. in the Sableye. Like I dictated when prize cards were taken. Well, I feel like one ten doesn't Makes even sense. do that much usually in last scene. Like if you're hitting a V or something for like one ten, you're like, okay, I'm gonna one shot this later anyways. Yeah. It's just awkward. Like it's in Lost Box, they're gonna they're probably gonna switch card it, and then it's not gonna be a Sableye target. Or and like the the matchup that I was playing against with Ross, like at, the option was to go into the Moltres V and hit it, and then eventually you're gonna knock it out. But as it's attacking, it's hurting itself, and it walked into a shred. And I'm like, I I didn't even need to do anything. <laughs> like I, just, I that was wild. I was really happy to see. Like I I remember. Just tuning into the stream, opening it up, and I was like, "Kyle Sablehouse versus Ross Cawthon. Am I in like 2014 right now? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Am I in the wrong year?" <laughs> um, so, how did that matchup go? Because Ross was playing Turbo Dark, which is like, what the heck? <laughs> so, I'm yeah, the irony of, of Ross it. on a Turbo deck was really fun for me. <laughs> I'm like, know, all right, right, I'm gonna play two games of Pokemon. Was my thought process going into this? Right. So, right. so how sat did... down. I'm like, I can definitely beat. Uh, a V deck that has 270 hit points if I just right. follow my strat line, which is uh, Impact, Star Requiem, Sableye, Sableye. And then that leaves no shenanigans for the uh, the Glaring Moltres, the baby mm -hmm. one, to come in and mix up with the Vs. I just didn't want to bother with that. Mm -hmm. So I lined all that up, was able to pull off like a perfect uh, checkmate situation with double Sableye on board and where he just has to concede. And uh, that was with 25 minutes left. And then in game two, uh, I draw, I attach grass energy, and I concede because I'm not about to sit there in abyss seeking and try to make this a game <laughs> when I know that I'm very favorable here. And yeah. then I had 20 minutes left, and uh, I'm like, it went right to time. It went right to his time, too, because he, uh, it, when I, I took my knockout with nine seconds left, and then he... Uh, took his time to promote his Pokemon and do all this stuff. Uh, right. So uh, he became turn one, which I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, if I had two turns, there's no way Such that this is, this is even area. a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like, there's there's like, Ryan had that against Tord at the first NAIC right. in top eight. So yeah. there's like a little bit of history there with that happening. I'm like, bro, don't let it happen to a Sable House again. I, we can't take this. My mom's going to cry. Oh my and gosh. Sure enough, like, we, I get my one turn, and the, the option is, uh, if, if I bring, if I promote my Tina, I just need to find the energy and I win. Uh, if I promote my Comfey, I have a few more options to like draw into the Colrus or the Switch or right. whatever, and then get the energy. I send up the Comfey, I draw the energy. It's I internally crazy. yell the F word, and then uh, <laughs> and then I use that Radiant Greninja that shouldn't have been there, and uh, it finds me the Mirage Gate to win the game. Crazy, Aww. yeah. That's one of those you're. Like, that's one of those decisions where you're like, I made the correct decision. Like this pays off a majority of the time, but like 
damn. <laughs> yeah, and then you, I watch back on stream. They're like, oh, that's going to be the recap. And then they, they <laughs> put it on stream for day two. And they're like, here's Kyle making the wrong play, drawing the energy. Now he has to bail himself out. I'm like, yeah. come on, dude. That was right. And you know it. <laughs> Suffering from success. <laughs> <laughs> you guys suck. You would have done it too. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, you still got the dub in the end, so. Yeah. Yep. We get to. I took the win. Uh, and I told my my wife and my oldest daughter were were there, and oh, they were so supposed to go home to because see. my parents were coming home, and I was like, "All right, you guys just need to go home." She didn't want to drive at night, so I'm like, "It's like six o'clock, just." head out of here and then i'll i'll drive back with justin tomorrow or hopefully sunday because i'm winning this thing and <laughs> they stayed <laughs> and uh and i saw them in the crowd and i was like oh crap that's awesome i didn't know you guys were even there yeah i know didn't you like pick up your daughter on, on yeah she, she 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 handed me her i'm like oh yeah we're gonna do this let's go oh, so adorable <laughs> I would, the Rafiki like line. that's exactly where my mind was I'm like all right can I get away with that is that cool like like I'll just I'll just do like a nice subtle wave to everybody but I definitely wanted to Simba that right there <laughs> that's so funny well I, I mean I think you've definitely have you are you like the um how do I say this? the commentator that's gone the farthest in a a tournament now is this the best placement by a commentator uh this, this i mean year, we'll or? we'll consider in pablo the in there now so his oh, his top right. four euic is uh, uh pablo messing it up yeah for dude <laughs> I, i've got a i've got to fight like one of the best players in pokemon history now as a caster it's so unfair that i have to keep up with him <laughs> so kyle i'm kind of curious about a little bit because you've been casting for so for for a while now right like since like, yes. when did you i'm curious yeah. about like when you started casting and then also a little bit of your perspective about like the evolution of how it's you know well evolved uh over the over the years yeah so this is this will be the end of year seven for me which Crazy. that makes me the the longest standing if you don't include puka who gets to come out of retirement every once in a right. while so I definitely really appreciate the fact that I've been able to do this as long as I have and had that opportunity. And mm -hmm. I just want to like keep doing it as much as possible because it is the most fun job I've ever had in my <laughs> life. And I, I imagine many people would love to do it as well, but there's a lot of work that goes into it and mm -hmm. uh, try to make sure that we can stay up to date with the format. Also keep it exciting for people. And uh, sometimes you, you got to avoid uh, slipping up and saying silly things on there, which, <laughs> I've gotten away with too. <laughs> oh, I wasn't gonna bring yeah. that up. <laughs> oh no, we my, we could definitely my Pokemon stream moment. <laughs> I for for what it did, I I definitely appreciate it. Would I ever do it again? Yeah, probably. I would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your your little your little slip up on stream made it to even past the Pokemon community. It was pretty funny. It went it went everywhere. Yeah, I'm like I got XQC my brother my it. brother sent me the XQC thing and he said this is the greatest moment of my life and it's not my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was great because I was I think it was NAIC. Yeah, it was your match and you like I think Jeremy was commentating it. And you top decked the Giratina V Star, and Jeremy was like, "Oh, he uh, drew it off the top, just like Kyle likes it." Just how he likes it. Yeah. <laughs> you you could tell he was focused more on the line than he was the gameplay because yeah. I didn't I didn't even top deck the V Star. <laughs> the oh, V Star was not? drawn. It was drawn off the Iona, 
So <laughs> it was just the card next to the card I drew, but oh I like I like I shuffled them real quick in my hands because I just fidget. And he was like, "Oh, right off the top, just how he likes it." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, oh good for you, good he for you. You got one." For any reason to say that? <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't chuckle right after and do his yeah. little. <laughs> he said it completely straight faced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Kyle, when was your first um, time commentating? Was it? Because you said it's been about seven years now, so back in 2015, 2016? Yeah, I I, I kept telling myself it was 2015, but I, I see a Facebook update every once in a while, and it says that it was like early 2016 that I went out, and mm. I think it was, I don't know, it was like San Jose or something. I don't know, it was just one of, one of the regionals that they just added me into, uh, but that was back when we were only casting like three regionals a year. Right. So... It was it was pretty big to get the call for anything, and I'm like, all right, we got to hold on to this as long as I can. And I remember the the first uh, time that we finished, uh, I had like these awkward stares from every all, all the other casters. I'm like, what? And uh, <laughs> uh, later on, I get I get spoken to by Kenny, and and uh, he's like, yeah, uh, Puka was really surprised that you were uh, as bad as you were right there. He thought you were going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm like, I'm like, hold up! I gotta go back and watch that. Was I really that bad? He's like, he's like, I think the lights got to you, and then from that point on, like, it never got to me again. And I just like really tried to make sure that it was not as awkward as Puka thought it was. <laughs> wow, not sugarcoated at all, huh? At least they told you and were uh, upfront about it. I, I definitely prefer that than you know not having anything said to me. Right. So like I I appreciate that more than anything. And that's something that I I like hold all my other casters to a very high standard, including myself. And I will let you know right off right off the top how I like it that <laughs> you need to you need to do this better. <laughs> like like uh me and Heggy uh will sit down after every day of casting. He'll go over some things that like maybe he thought were questionable or like man, I really missed this call and I'm like, "Yeah, like that's absolutely something that we need to work on." Like you you see all these things, but you're delivering the information too quickly or whatever it may be at the time. And like, we're always trying to hone in and improve on that. Yeah. It's been really fun and really hype. Yeah. I've, I've, I've liked being a part of it. It's definitely taken on like its own new wave with the, with the inclusion of like real professionals, like Skarzig is a true professional through and through, yeah. which is, it's so cool to have him, especially when he's in the host role, he delivers the best interviews I've ever seen. It is, he was he was about to make round nine. We were gonna put him on stream. He he was he was a, he was a, a match away from from getting it done at the one regional that I saw him playing. Oh, so close! Yeah, he hasn't been on stream yet, huh? It was gonna be nuts too. He's playing that garbage Dialga V Star Magnazone thing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, I love that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever sweat less against a deck than that one. I, every time I see that, I'm like free. <laughs> this is free. Yeah, you're sweating until they get two Magnazones <laughs> out, and then they V-Star you, and they use their Magnazone abilities four times. <laughs> that's it, yeah, that's that's so cute. It's a it's a trivia worthy deck, <laughs> but it does that like one out of ten times. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sitting there as Lost Tina, just like, oh, you didn't get Manaphy? That's cute. You're dead. Yeah, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah, I've oh, got water God, energies. Your Magnamates are gone, and now I'm gonna Lost Tina the rest of all your Bs. Uh... The game's just sealed. That matchup sounds so hard for Dialga. I mean, granted, yeah, most yeah. matchups seem pretty hard for Dialga, but that matchup especially, <laughs> you're just like, oh god, I, I'm getting one shot left and right. This is awful. 
Should we maybe uh, transition to do some trivia? Um, I've got I've got a, a decent uh, trivia question. I think. Oh, you know I do. Oh yeah. Already, Trevor, Google your <laughs> trivia question really quick. It's Googleable. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> Yeah, but, my my stuff but, is not located in any encyclopedia anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good. Oh, mine is very Googleable. Um, all right. <laughs> What's um? So my fantastic trivia question of the week here is: uh, How heavy is Orthorn? <laughs> <laughs> Trevor's on this kick where he likes to ask how heavy Pokemon are, or how okay. tall, or um, like how how heavy is the worm? All right, two two thousand pounds. Whoa! <laughs> Two thousand. One ton. Big worm. Exactly one ton. That was my nickname How big in is high the worm? school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm locking it in. Two thousand. Uh, I'm gonna go with eight hundred pounds. He's a metal. He's metal. Metal worm. Ah, uh, I was at eight hundred. Okay. Kyle, are you are you locking in eight hundred or you want? To I'm locking in eight hundred. Yeah. All right. Total weight for Orthworm is 683 pounds. I was so Whoa. close. <laughs> Man's, man, is, man is eight feet tall, 680 pounds. Eight feet oh, tall. <laughs> He's just as tall as me, for real. It is a nightmarishly <laughs> long worm. <laughs> That's what I put on my Tinder anyways. <laughs> eight feet tall, 683 pounds. <laughs> worm shaped. <laughs> Great question as always, Trevor, really. Thank Great you. work. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <Great work> there. <laughs> I'm metal worm fixated right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a hint? Orthworm for worlds? Orthworm for worlds? Oh. No. The sauce. Oh. I'll go next. All right. This is not this is a question about a different sable house. Kyle, I got a trivia question about your brother. So you All might right. know you might know this one. Um so it, I'm gonna. I want to see if like Drew or Trevor possibly know it. So just like say if you know it, and then I'll ask for the answer. Okay. Yeah, I, I won't show the answer. So Ryan Sable House, the other Sable House, the second uh, half of the Sable Stream, the iconic Sable Stream from back in the day. <laughs> oh my God, I love the Sable Stream. I used to watch that all the time. I watched the Sable Stream all the time. Kyle, really well done on that. That was so funny. Um, Thank you. <laughs> very entertaining. Um, when's it coming back? That's my real question. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been trying to get him back to Indy uh, for a, a minute now. So if I can oh. get him over here, then uh, we will definitely have to do it as 35-year-olds and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Well, uh, so Brian won a regionals, Florida regionals, in 2014 in his finals match against Jose Marrero. What deck did Ryan Sablehouse win that regionals with? I know it. You know this, Drew? Do you know this, Kyle? I know this. I I'm played pretty it. sure I know this one. Oh, you played it at the same one. All right. Uh, yep. Um, Kyle, go ahead. Give, do the honors. What do you, what do you play? Yeah. Uh, we This was a, a complete homebrew that we literally never played one game with. We thought oh, of it seriously? on the car ride. And it was yeah. black and white and to Plasma Freeze format? Yeah. We, 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 were, we were playing uh, Dragonite Garbodor Victini V. <laughs> or Victini <laughs> yeah, V, whatever his I, name is. Yeah. Victini EX, yeah. EX, yeah. He, so it had it had the stupid V piece. So that was your answer <laughs> to uh, Verizian Genesect. You would just do that. But like there were four decks that everyone was playing uh, in the meta, and you basically had uh, auto wins against all four of those decks. If you played against anything else, 
you would lose. <laughs> there was just no way you could beat anything else. It was the it was such a horrible deck inherently. But if you played against the four big decks, you win. Broken silver mirror for plasma. Just let you literally oh, auto in the matchup. Yeah, they actually can. They just straight up conceded on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. It so was just def and lock with items or with and then you you're playing with what blastoise. You just uh, ability lock or whatever, and you deafen so the tool can't come off. Like they can't beat you at all. Like. Every every matchup was was locked in as if you could set up and uh, I play against Glazinski who's got Empoleon and I'm like well crap <laughs> why'd you have to ruin my I hot run bro I want I I won on stream playing that thing and I was like oh, okay this is my run let's go and then Jason derailed me and Ryan played all fourteen of his matches were against all four of the the top decks. That's crazy. I mean, like, yeah. so the the top decks were what? Verizon Genesex, so you Victini EX, blow them up because you are you hit for weakness. Against Blastoise, yep. you have Garbodor, which shuts off abilities, so you turn off their Blastoise. What else was there? There was... Uh, and then, then there was uh, the the Silver Mirror, like we were talking about. Oh, yeah, about. for against then... uh, Thunderous, Deoxys, Curum, TDK. Yep, and then there was one other deck that was also popular, and it was just an auto-win because of something. You battled? But oh, I, yeah, maybe I'm, it was on. My, my brain's malfunctioning trying to figure out yeah, <laughs> what, what happened back then. What, what a degenerate deck. Item lock, ability lock, a silver mirror that says your plasma Pokemon can't touch my Pokemon, and you can't play tool scrapper to remove it. Yeah. That is... <laughs> Every time you cool. watch the deck play, it doesn't look like it's ever going to do anything. And then you get set up, and you're like, oh, crap, this just doesn't lose. It's it's so oh, stupid. broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, yeah, no, that was uh, that was one of the decks where I was like, inspired me to be like i should homebrew a little bit more and do like my own like wacky twists on like decks and stuff so yeah we for the most part when we're prepping for tournaments we usually go with just consistency and try to make sure that whatever the best deck is is even better but when we homebrew we go all in we do a bunch of crazy stuff uh i was, was a part of wild. ambush uh back in 07 i've never even uh, heard of that was, one yeah, the it was uh, the the Empoleon with Marowak. What? <laughs> yeah, it's this it's this ridiculous uh, spread deck. Ballard came up with the idea, and then he entrusted a stupid sixteen year old to a uh, fine line <laughs> and set up the list. So he gave me his list. I laughed at it because I'm like, all right, these supporters <laughs> are ridiculous, bro. There's no way that's actually real, and uh. I I I made it into a real deck, and then it did pretty well. And then apparently someone played it at Worlds and got top four in like seniors or something. So yeah, I was like, uh, oh cool, uh, this deck actually turned into something. Wataru Hasegawa, two thousand seven seniors, top four. Dang, there we go. Um, cool. So Drew, you want to go into your question? Yeah. Um. Okay. So there are a total of four Pokemon in the trading card game that put different types of counters on your opponent's Pokemon. I'll give you guys one of them. It's the Gardevoir EX Delta, the imprisoned one. Yep. Put an imprisoned counter. And I have one blocks as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you know, do you guys know the other three? Tarantar. Yep, the, the shock counters. Yep. Shock counters. That's one of them for sure. I think I know the other two. I'll give uh, Kyle and Trevor a, Chance. Gardevoir was in prison counter, right? Gardevoir was in prison, yeah. Okay, so you already said that one. And yeah. Tropi the Delta Tropius removed them. Yes. 
not put on. My goodness, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know all about it. Yeah, I have RSPK it. <laughs> meta. It's actually some it's really played in, in some RSPK, decks yeah. in RPC, RSPK. LBS should play it. Anyway, getting down to rabbit hole. <laughs> Anybody else know any other one? I got nothing. Yeah, I, no, no I, I knew that. I knew the Gardevoir and the, the Tarantar, and that was That's it. the that common ones. I, I learned about these other two recently. There's the Electabuzz promo that puts a lightning rod counter. That's correct. And then does Whoa, 20 what? and then 20 to a bench Pokemon that has a lightning rod counter on it. And that then, is correct. Let's go. And then before burn was a, an actual special condition, there was a Quilava that put a char counter on your opponent's Pokemon, and then they like, acted as burn, but they didn't call it burn. So I had no idea about that Quilava. Oh. There is another Pokemon. <laughs> um, there's a Porygon. It says, oh, the put a coloring counter. counter. Yeah, yeah, and you change one of your opponent's um, types, which is kind of oh, cool. Oh, that's right. The coloring counter. Yeah, so there's actually five. Yeah, Got the five. char counter. That's sick. Char counter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my That's a cool question. <laughs> yeah, like I did a, a ton of um, research into it for my base set to Sky Ridge Cube. So I know about the that Electabuzz and the Quilava just from that. <laughs> And I'm a nerd yeah. and just retain anything Pokemon. I, I figured you'd know the those ones because they're both kind of base older cards. But yeah, the Quabla's cool. I didn't know about the Quabla. Quabla. Yeah. That's pretty sick. That's like a Alex question. It is definitely. I thought I saw it and I was like, "This is a this is a hit. This is a good question." <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Kyle, you go, you? Kyle. All right. Uh, I didn't know whether to go hard mode or not. So this is the Whatever easy mode. Okay. Um, what made uh, Ryan's plasma list special when he got second at nationals? I was about to ask this question. Yep. <laughs> I know um, the answer because I looked this up right before this. <laughs> what made his plasma list special before what? What was the last thing you said? Uh, just for for NEIC or, or yeah, or for nationals when he got second place. Oh yeah. Um, one specific card made twenty thirteen nationals, right? Mm. I should yep. know this. I played during this time. I also played during this time. I had a lot of perfects. That's funny. Um, we both have trivia questions about Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he 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 got to live out all of my cool ideas and all the other things. <laughs> that one, that one was Dan Richard who came up with it. But I oh, definitely was, was a huge. It was, proponent uh, of it. it was some. It was like a. Was it a Pokemon? No, it was not a Pokemon. Trevor, now the strategy that he implored in the finals was the all Puka. Go. Puka told him to do the uh, the bring the noise. That was his exact words. Bring the noise. <laughs> he told him to bring the noise, and he was talking about thunderous, thunderous noise. noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said that was actually the way to win the wow. matchup. It's he's like it's really bad, but if you bring the noise, you can win. What was the matchup again? <laughs> uh, uh, he's playing against the oh, Gothgore. Goth oh, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. And that's that's when I started the Duskull Pass thing, which oh, that right. was that was probably Pass. one of my favorite moments ever that was in a TCG meme. history. That was absolutely a meme. That's crazy! Wow, you're way more part of lore than I even initially thought. Oh, guys, yeah, I'm, si I'm sitting in the front row, and I'm like, we're trying to figure out. Let's first off, we're split up into segments. Like we got left side, right side. On Edmund's side, there's four people, including Jeremy, and then on our side, there's like 867 people. Everyone rooting for Ryan to make this thing happen, Dusk and uh, we're trying to figure out how the heck the are we going to win not this good. thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. Good. Ryan wins game one, and then we go into game two, and we're like, "All right, we need we need Duskull pass. Like that's the only way we're going to win." <laughs> and sure enough, 
it turns into a chant and i've never been a part of anything like that in my life and like everyone's screaming it and ryan can hear it through the the, wow. the noise canceling That's he's insane. like what the heck did you make these people do <laughs> that's awesome i yeah i totally forgot that's where that came it, that unlocked a core memory honestly i have not thought about that in ages <laughs> I remember it was all over like Hey Fonte and like the Facebook, yeah, like, Facebook yep. groups. And stuff. I, I I made it I made it a deck for Sable Stream. It was just one, one right. Duskull fifty nine <laughs> energies. I remember I remember that part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, Sable Stream. There was so many good Sable Stream jokes. Like it's just like every time I would go and watch the Sable Stream, be like, oh, that's another inside joke. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go. All right, I'll give you I'll give you a hint right. if you haven't already yeah, figured it out. I kind of it was the just... Ace Bet card. I kind of want to just take the points from you guys. Gold potion. No. No. You stupid idiot. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) It was life do. Life do. Life do. Oh, that's right. Plasma life do. Plasma life do. It was the way you won the mirror. It was so stupid. (laughs) That's pretty hilarious, though. It's probably a really good mirror tech. Yeah, so it, like no one's ready for it. And we're like, well, yeah, like we don't get a dowsing machine or po- uh, like whatever computer search, but you also just don't get prizes. Like how bad does it feel to waste all these resources into a Chirum that like I got a free you got hero. nothing for? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty dirty. Oh, that's God, that's yeah, that's so funny. I'm, I'm glad I didn't ask that question. I pivoted my I was like, I'm going to ask either the <laughs> Ryan second place or Ryan uh, Dragonite Garbodor question. I'm yeah, those those are two up. like iconic ones as far as yeah. our deck building went. But, but yeah, there's there's a lot of other ones we could we could get to. I'll have to mm-hmm. just be on the show like 50 more times. Oh, I <laughs> would go. be so we make that ecstatic. I would love that. <laughs> if, if it stops Andrew from talking about rogue decks, I'm down. Hey, well, yeah, you're right. Once Alex gets back, don't wait. Yeah, Alex gets back and we're talking about rogue decks. The joke on the show is every time they start talking about road decks, Trevor and I are like, all right, let's it's do time trivia. It's <laughs> derailed. Let's move on to something else. Exactly. All right, please stop talking about Houndoom single strike scroll of the let's fang go, let's dragon. Go back to the, the real it gets really bad here, Kyle. You have no idea. <laughs> it's it's funny. It's a good time. Hmm. I tried the Houndoom deck on stream, and oh, my God, it was awful. It's you guys so want to move to trivia? <laughs> again <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, see this guy gets it you, you're already doing it. it there we go <laughs> see i need alex i need one person on my side <laughs> no no not on your side we're going to talk about world's meta now i think because i think getting a right. take on world's meta a more might be uh good because i think you know rcs is obviously going to be really big but i think part of one of the shifts that i was going to bring up is that tina is kind of more in the limelight now right like people know that tina is a deck and i think something that you know, online tournaments trends kind of, di- they don't oh. fully dictate how tournaments go, but they're really impactful nowadays, right? Well, mm-hmm. just just looking at, like, the percentage points from, like, the different matchups and the win rates, like, the best like the best win rate deck right now, and the one with probably the best matchups is Arctina, followed closely by, like, Lost Tina, is because, yeah. like, Judge Path just locks out a lot of the format, and Tina being able to kill things is just, like, good, like, <laughs> Right, yeah, they it. they have the best of both worlds, but the deck is inherently bad, which is yeah, the problem. That is like, the issue. It 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 handles single price Pokemon so terribly, and that's why it's like it's a pretty solid matchup for for Lost Tina because you can just if you're able to work around the the V guard stuff, if you have the Sinnoh or whatever you're you're working into the mix, then you can just 
go in with the if it basically depends on what they do in that situation like if they go full arceus you're just going to win with tina and if they go too heavy on tina you get to just work in Cramorant and Sableye, and they have to discard energies to knock out these guys. Yeah, and you're just brutal. you're just getting rid of their hand. It's so ugly. So, yeah. uh, it's it's one of those decks where they they have the right idea. Like, it's a, a really easy way to win Pokemon is to just Iono Path Judge Path. But right. I like being on the other end of like beating those guys instead of being one of them. Well, something I was yeah, going to say exactly. was like one of the trends that I maybe expect is Lost Box to kind of go up and play because it does pretty well into Tina, right? And if so, if Tina's raising play and like Arc Tina's raising play, then do you think like Lost Box would be very big for Worlds? Yeah, I think that we could move to a Lost Box that is more focused on really aggressive Sableye play. Like I think it's already pretty close to it, but there was there's a list floating around that was like still working with the Kyogre, had the three Sableye and was just going... Oh. turn to 10 in the lost zone mm -hmm. and not a lot beats that right now so if you're able to do that then cool but uh, I, I definitely think that lost box is going to be one of those decks that you have to look out for we'll this talk to you so later about that roll. mystery list <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like i think a big trend is going to is like going to a day one worlds where ties are essentially losses it's going to like result in a lot of people wanting to play quicker decks yeah. um Arctina and like Lost Tina, like while they're not like the quickest decks ever, like can get it done in a few turns, which is like really enticing. Um, it's probably gonna result in them being played, then Turbo Locks Box and you probably to a degree, like probably Fusion, like will probably rise to like kind of combat that. Lugia is probably gonna be overrepresented compared to how it has been because of how like time works in day one and rounds work, I think at least. No, I think that makes yeah, sense I, too. Guardian Lost Box just ties so much. Oh my god. Yeah. That was another much. thing. Like Guardi is a huge part of the meta share. And I think people look at meta share and think that that's what a tournament looks like. And it's just not the case. Because yeah, all those people are in the tournament, but it's also their pet deck and they're one and right. two, and you're never gonna see <laughs> them. So why are you yeah. worried about that guy? If you get to four and oh, you know what you're gonna be playing against. You're gonna be playing against all the people that won with Judge Pass, Ionopath. <laughs> so let's let's prepare Probably. for those guys who are still pretty fast but also have a lot of weaknesses well yes and no like i don't know i think so, to some degree preparing for shadow realm bracket is you know not awful because <laughs> if you just play a deck that like for example mew is awful right now and i don't think you should respect mew in any way but like if you're playing a deck that Big like word. loses to mew loses to lost box loses to guardian you're like oh those guys will all be in the tie bracket I don't know. There's just like a line, you know, where yeah, it's like, if you ever how, get how sent far... to the tie bracket, you are you're done. Yeah, it's for. a bad time. Yeah, it's a really bad time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that happened to to Ray. He started the tournament like 002 or something stupid, and Ooh, I was like, uh -oh. brother, at, go, you need to tie. <laughs> you need to you need to start 003 and then you're back on par and you'll just beat everyone with Lugia again. There and he know. ends up going 504 and making day yeah. two. Oh my god, he made it. I, I went so. 504 made day two with Reggie's one time. That I tied Let's a lot of that tournament. Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah. <laughs> you tie enough. So it's, it's like if you turn right three times, you make a left. That's basically yeah, what that's the tying right. is. It sounds like Ross Cawthon right now. <laughs> yeah, just get four ties. It's as good as a win yeah. in a tie. <laughs> so, how would you feel like if Worlds was tomorrow? Would you play Plastina, Kyle? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I want to. I'd stick with the what my data tells me right now, and it's just even the, though the deck that, is inherently bad. 
Everyone says so. Well, it's I mean I, I put mean, you Austin just said in. so. Yeah. Arctina. Arctina is inherently bad. Oh, you're talking about Arctina. Oh, okay. God. Yeah. I think I think Arctina like it it doesn't handle like a complex meta. So right. it, it doesn't have answers. Like true. that's the thing. I like yeah, I like Cramoran, I like Sableye, I like mm. I like Greninja, I like doing all these like fun goofy things that I can catch my opponent slacking at some point and I'm going to come out on top there. So I I like I like those options. Arctina I've from the beginning said that that's like one of my least favorite arc kind of builds, but it doesn't yeah. deny the fact that it has, it does well. Right. Yeah. When it feels like it's powerful just because judge path or Iono path. And so I mean, like crazy things, you does. know, computer <laughs> search, Squovit, yeah. stuff like that. Oh yeah. That, I mean, that and and Squovit goes crazy. Of course. Yeah, Squ <laughs> Squovit goes hard. Squovit's the best. It's Arceus Squovit actually. And yeah. Giratina's on the side. <laughs> no. It's essentially Arceus and Teleon, but you just squove it into your PC. Needle. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. When you're when you're sitting there with Sableye and you're wondering if you need to knock out the Beaveral or the Squovit, that's when you know there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny, actually. Mm, which one's more powerful? <laughs> yeah. Well, so the because I've I'll probably start testing Lostina um a bit. Now I've been I've been grinding a lot for worlds, testing quite a bit. And so Lostina's next on my checklist. But what detracts me from the deck right now is the Guardi matchup, you know, you said is a little bit scary. And then also the Lost Box matchup, which are two of the projected top decks. But mm. then again, like you said, like maybe we'll, they'll see less play because of their tie rates. But like, does would that scare you off of playing Lostina at all? Yeah, it, that was, I mean, that was the whole battle that we had going into NAIC. And it scared everyone in the really good testing group but uh, me and me and my brother-in-law who had nothing to lose were like oh yeah that like, sign this... can't scare me i can't read yeah <laughs> you, you, you think you got me yeah, I'm, I'm too old like <laughs> so yeah we, we we were like we've got nothing to lose and we we think that like it it makes sense in our minds that if we can survive the first four uh, rounds we're gonna win the tournament or we're gonna have a, an opportunity and Justin was on that path. Like he he went into day two at what seven and two. He he if he had beat Maridon, he'd be eight and one. And mm. he, so he was he was looking solid. And then he ran into Guy who destroyed him. Uh, but he starts the first three games or the first three matches of day two. Arc arc arc. So he just wins every game. Uh, every match uh, he finished it took less than eighteen minutes total. Like he's just walking around bored sense, yeah. out of his mind. He just didn't play Pokemon. <laughs> And uh, uh, it gets to rough. it gets to round four of day two, uh, where he's basically two two wins and he's in, uh, and there's ten decks that he could play against that he likes, and there's an up pair to Gardevoir, and he got up paired to Gardevoir. Oh, it's brutal. And uh, Rowan destroyed him as well as me. <laughs> oh man, that see that's one of the worst too is when you just like dead draw a game and you're like both games and just like lose in five minutes or 10 minutes and you just have to sit there for like another 50 minutes or if it's a northwest oh. a team northwest event you sit there for another two <laughs> three hours, hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're just you like, know after ah. your third lunch break you stop getting hungry it's like... <laughs> yeah. Crazy. you just have to sit there and just be like ah oh, that's uh, like it's hard not to get tilted after that. So that, that well, sucks. it's kind of cool. Run like that. Uh, speaking of Team Northwest, not to bring them up some more, but it's kind of cool that Pokemon, like, it, it was pretty widely renowned that people were not a fan of Northwest events just for multiple reasons. And it seems like they were kind of listening because I've heard that Northwest events are not uh, doing, like, Vancouver or Portland this year, which yeah. is 
Yeah, I've I've heard similar things. Oh. Which is just like, I mean, at least they're kind of listening to the people. You know, people are like, "Hey, this is just not it for whatever reason." I mean, when you when your last round ends at like eleven and you get home at like midnight, uh, and round one is at seven a.m. It's like that's a pretty was, tough tournament. Yeah, Portland was brutal. Portland yeah. was was a little. Well, yeah, because you made day two, right, Trev? So that was just yeah. Like... I was I was facing um Sam Huff at uh, like the last round. We're both six oh two. We're both just like looking at each other, like, man, I don't, we don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I think it was. 2018 Charlotte uh the last round finished at 1230 and, oh. and I my opponent wanted to ID and I didn't want to and then I started the <laughs> I I he got he got up paired to me I already had 21 points so I was going for 22 and he was at 20 and he's just like trying to get his last point to get into to day two I'm like nah I'm good so <laughs> we, we we start playing the match and it's a horrible matchup like it's like uh, I'm I'm Zora Guardi and he's a uh, Glaceon or whatever. Like it's like a like a super That's bad matchup for me. And uh, I end up I end up forcing this giant long tie, <laughs> and we oh. both we both were miserable. <laughs> like he wanted to beat me to crap <laughs> at, at the end of this. Like we oh. the judges came in because his attitude was so garbage during the whole thing because he's oh, mad wow. that I made him play. Right. And when he wants to tie, like, like dude, I, I gotta see this anyway. guy tomorrow. You end up tying anyway. Yeah, he uh, fun enough. He he shows up tomorrow or the next day, like after everyone got five hours of sleep, and he played all of day two shirtless. What? <laughs> How was that allowed? He, he had what? a he had a jacket with, and it was just open chest. And wow. He, okay. And he's just sure. he's just flexing on everybody the rest of the day, like literally he, flexing. He, on he 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 found his inner anime character and just wow. decided to be <laughs> the villain like, the, the rest MC. of the tournament. Yeah. I'm the main character. As he as he's sitting at table sixty seven by himself, and I'm in top eight. <laughs> well, that ruins what I was gonna do for sure. worlds. Oh my god! <laughs> the open leather jacket. That's why everybody in Pokemon works out, right? They just they just want to eventually oh, yeah. have that one beautiful moment in day two. That's what Pokemon players are known for. You're right, Kyle. Being just absolutely <laughs> yeah, yoked yeah, out of their Oh, yeah, we're so fit, fit dude. <laughs> so Every, fit. Everyone's as yoked as Rowan up there in his white feet. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he was definitely yoking it up on the stage for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, if, you, if you work for it, go ahead. Do your thing. Honestly, Drew. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So, Drew and Trevor, what have you guys been testing recently? Uh, well, we played a little bit today before. We had a league challenge today. Um, we both played Lugia, too. We were just trying to figure out the list before. And Lugia, I think, feels really good. It's pretty well positioned. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I agree. Because, like, you beat Urshifu and Teleon. You beat... We think you beat Giratina, but it could be maybe a little closer. So, um, probably depends on how many Temple they play. Yeah, it depends on a lot of stuff. Spirit Tomb is actually probably big, too. That like too. A lot of lists I've seen are not running Tomb, and that impacts the matchup as well, for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, so yeah, just I... stuff like that, and... So I'm kind of sketch on Lugia, even though it definitely is a comfort pick for me. Um, because a lot of the decks that I think are gonna be good into day one are decks that run Judge Path. And like <laughs> you can you can draw out a Judge Path and like win a series, but like when I'm like if I'm facing like four or five rounds of day one where I'm like having to draw out a Judge Path like two or three games every round, that's mm. kinda that seems like a difficult <laughs> that seems like a difficult concept. Um, Absolutely a chump check. <laughs> um you hit so the it's like, or not. I mean like I I'm a, I'm pretty good at drawing cards, but man, that's like that's asking a lot even for me, right? Yeah, I want a coin for it. <laughs> seems like Lugia is kind of getting hurt also by Mew, maybe rising in play a little bit. Like it just won the late night, and so mm -hmm. if people are like, oh, I'm gonna include Spiritomb to beat I, Mew. 
then they're like because of how things are setting up i could definitely see like dt mew or fusion mew like making a kind of resurgence for day one which also is not good for lugia so it's kind of like a whole bunch of things yeah yeah that's kind of what happens with mew right like everyone's like i don't need to play drapion or spiritum and then mew's like what was that and then and then it's back right so yeah spiritum shutting off the luminion is actually probably very bad oh kyle Kyle, how many i'm curious like how how was the spiritum it was very good when i needed it uh i got to use it on stream against the the moltres v which was neat um i i did it i got i got one one mew throughout the whole tournament and uh when I finally found it. So I, I, I did a really bad line uh, playing against Sam Leggett where I thought I, I had convinced myself that he was on the double fusion list uh, to play around Spiritomb. Mm. So I was trying to bait him into using his Forest Sealstone before I revealed the Spiritomb. And I wasted 23 minutes uh, doing that. And eventually I shot oh, no. Spiritomb and I still oh. lost. And I was like, well, oh. that was stupid. That uh, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yep, because uh, he he didn't play it, and I'm like, well, du- that was dumb. Like, right. I, I played against him at midnight the night before, and I didn't yeah. even i I thought that Xander had convinced him to play it, and I'm like, nope, that's not a thing. Okay, so, uh, and so then I, I I destroyed him game two, and then we had a gentleman's going into game three, but I was I was gonna dominate him there too. So it it definitely Gosh. auto wins, and I should have just put it down. <laughs> That's so funny. So you mean double fusion as in like they're playing two fusion energy and like one Alyssa or something? Yeah, they just play a they just play Alyssa double fusion and that's it. That's they don't they don't have the rest of the oh package. They just God. wanted to have an answer to draw cards against Spiritomb. That's so funny. They don't know oh. Melo at uh... <laughs> Yeah, I, really I definitely funny. out finessed myself there. I was like I went I went way too deep in the tank <laughs> yeah, trying so to funny when you, like, out play yourself in moments like that where you're like oh th- i know this route this guy's going for meanwhile guy's just like hmm, i'm gonna put my fusion energy on my genesec so i can yeah <laughs> he's he's like oh he prized it cool or he's like oh i guess he doesn't play it and i'm like no i'm just really stupid i'm just throwing actually it's fine oh my god that's fantastic so you also played against i see dylan lefevore um yeah dude that was a blast a and that was a that was a blast was a from lugia. the past he's playing again i had no idea yeah and that was a lugia matchup and so you won and so i guess the spirit like, came come... down immediately yeah. and i also i hit path turn one every time and ah. i had sino to get through the gift uh he never used he never got to activate a gift until it was too late and oh, yeah. he had a really nice. slow start game one so that was like a 2-0 that lasted like 14 minutes Mm. Yeah, because I'm it's just two path. Sorry. To uh, yeah, that path, yeah. that list was was two path Sinnoh and a spirit tomb. We've mm. we've been messing around with other stuff though. Yeah. See, like I'm also kind of on Lugia for Worlds right now, just because again doesn't tie. I think it's well positioned. Uh, pro- probably a lot of people are thinking the same thing. Um, but it just scares me how spirit tomb can come up. Like the Guardi matchup is still a little iffy. Um, even if you run like a lot of stadium counters to get rid of the temple um just gets there's i don't know so i I, i'm i'm on the fence a little bit about it but i don't really know what else to play so kyle if you have any ideas you let me know you know what i would do i bet you i know what he's gonna say (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i i my issue with lugia was always you can be the best player in the world at thinning your deck and getting yourself in situations you're still gonna have to draw the right cards (laughs) off of those uh hand disruptions trevor on portland stream 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather just be the one doing the disruption than the one who yeah. has to pray top deck for like three turns in a row. That's honestly yeah. fair. That's really fair. I did. I have been trying out that Mew Celebrations in Lugia. It's been pretty sick. I don't know if it's Ooh. actually good, but it's like kind of cool. And like, time for trivia. And it's time for trivia. <laughs> it's cool with jet <laughs> energy. You just jet energy a Mew into the active. All right, guys. How heavy is Heatran? <laughs> You know what else is cool with jet energy? <laughs> Giratina. <laughs> Giratina. Do you play four jet? Sorry, I'm just leaking your list to the people. Uh, trying, I, trying to help I people only out. played two at NEIC. Oh, I wasn't, you're, you're I wasn't, that, bro. I was not liking it as much as I should. Really? And then I I tested it. I've been testing now. I'm on four. I love it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's, 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 really it's cracked. Yeah. Well, it's because so I wasn't, good. I wasn't as sold on abyss seeking until. I started drawing nice. bad, and then I'm like, oh, Abyss Seeking's <laughs> great. I'm just going to comfy, comfy Abyss and jet myself into the active oh, and handle it myself. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Like it's probably lot. way better with four, too. It probably happens all the time with four. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. you like it, Everyone, um, unless you're playing against Lost Box, where you can like go for the cram and it's kind of relevant, or if you get the rope against Guardian, you can knock out the Manaphy or the Ralts. Just Abyss mm. Seeking. Like, who cares? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's so funny that you're on four jet energy now because I have four jet energy and Lugia. Also, I think people are just figuring out how good jet energy is. It's a great card. Oh, jet, jet yeah. is insane. We've got three. This in is our probably Lugia the card list. I've most in, yeah, most uh, considering four meta. Yeah, Trevor. I think we all before. we all knew it'd be good, but we couldn't find ways to play it. And mm. now everyone's kind of experimenting with it and realizing, mm -hmm. oh yeah, this is just cracked. Yeah. Well, now yeah, Lugia with four jet energy. I'm zooming all over the place. Yeah, it's like you just always, you just never pay for retreat cost anymore, which is excellent. It's pretty good. Yeah, Especially on a comp like having it be two switches in one card is, because Tina needed that, right? Like it, it's so, it's the problem that I think Tina had before especially was like, you have such little room compared to stuff like Lost Box because you have to fit a 3-3 three, three or a 2-2 two, two, whatever Tina line. You have so much more stuff to put in your deck. But right. now with Jet, it's like you have multi-use out of it. It's a retreat and also a switch. So it's mm -hmm. really yeah, I think that's why the list is still unrefined is because right. you can play like a really solid 55-card build and then mess around with the rest of the cards. Like that's where we yeah. see Cross Switchers being good. I, I've been I've used Cross Switcher on turn one to just do more Comfey stuff. Like some, sometimes the matchup just says you just need to switch more and like yeah. the, you can you can work in whatever you want. Have yeah. you been liking switchers, or is that maybe finding its way, it, like, is in or out of your list? It, it, right now, it's teetering out, but yeah. uh, that's just because I like a little more consistency. Yeah. I felt the same way when I played switchers. They were really I cool, don't but think I play switchers. just boss. I was thinking maybe everyone has one beautiful moment stay. of switcher where they like gets a they get oh, to yeah. switcher up the guardy, Roxanne them, and blow it up in the same turn, and they're like, "Oh man, I can't, I can't ever go back." <laughs> and then and then you draw the hands where you get the double VIP and yeah. the cross switcher and you're like, yeah, all right, I can't play yeah. this garbage anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Kyle, maybe I'll this will be my last question, then maybe we'll we'll wrap up. But wrap I gotta up, yeah. ask, round fifteen at NAIC, I'm I'm looking at your Pokestats page and I see a lost to Chen Pao, man. What oh, happened? don't do that to me. <laughs> all right. Ooh, listen, that wasn't that wasn't wow. real Chen Pao, okay? <laughs> that was Palkia. <laughs> it says it just out here. I don't know. Yeah, invites it, a guy it, I mean, on the pod it, and then outs him. <laughs> it was it, it didn't it didn't even have Backscalibur, and so I was prepping oh, really? for that <laughs> when I when I set up. I was like, all right, oh he missed Friggy, like he's just dead. I'm gonna win. And then I found out he's just like a straight Turbo Palkia build, and 
I should be favored against that. Like, I can limit yeah. my bench size. Totally. I can just blow up the Palkias. I drew so freaking bad. Oh, I was no. I was so upset. Like, I I had just got back from an interview uh, in round 14. I show up. Uh, he's kind of excited because, like, I had I had late written on my thing. And uh, he's like, they're like, no, he was, he was like called away by the thing. We're going to give him a time extension and oh, let him play. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, let's do this thing. Like if I, if I make, if I win this game, I'm, I might get top 32, which would be cool. Mm. And uh, I drew so, so bad. <laughs> it was, it was, it was rough. We, we ended up, we got to time. We had a gentleman's lined up and uh, I wasn't able to set up. Uh, I wasn't able to get the Roxanne that I needed to block his Greninja from taking the last two card uh, prizes. Uh, rip. I, I just had to ask about it because I, I saw it here. But N I, yeah, I figured that... the answer was probably going to be... Don't make me pull up my spreadsheet and tell you what that matchup really looks like because it's, uh, it's, it's, it's almost as bad as, uh, as Arc Dumb right now. That one Arc is dumb. like... 92 percent <laughs> 92 i mean that's a great yeah. matchup you're right? actually you at 92 with arc dumb we're, 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 we're at 92 percent on that one right now 92 that is actually insane that it's that high you just, yeah, yeah like, like you, 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 it you shouldn't happen in pokemon zero. but sure enough yeah. that's just like that's how where it is what is the variance on those games like how many games is that uh, we have we have maybe like three to four hundred games logged in total Whoa. but not not, not on not on arc dumb i think arc oh, dumb okay. is is maybe like 25 ish games deep oh, okay. so you guys log every game into the spreadsheet yeah we've been logging like tournament wow. uh tournament play uh sometimes okay, yeah. ladder if we feel like it was solid like it, we, we try yeah. to get a good feel for like everything yeah. that we could potentially see yeah wow. that's sick now i my new roommate um he also plays pokemon now and so we've just been like cranking games and we have a whiteboard right next to our testing table that's so that's like how we used to do it man i love that there yeah and so it's we're gonna be cranking some games until worlds he, he didn't he doesn't have his world's invite so we made the joke that He's just like, all right, like, uh, he's like, ah, Andrew's gonna wake me up at six a.m. Like, hey, time for your world's testing today. <laughs> and he's gonna be like, okay, honey, <laughs> wake up, honey, it's time for world's testing, even though you're not going. <laughs> and so, yeah, but I, I like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all about the spreadsheet too. That, that's sweet that you guys. That's sick. We should start logging our games. Trevor and I play all the time. We're really close too, so we play like pretty much every week. But we don't like log our games into the spreadsheet. I think we should start doing that because that seems like we just kind of get a general. Do, feel I usually do when I'm like testing by myself, kind of thing. Like I'll log, keep a track of like what how the matchup's going. Usually, just like mm -hmm. solo yeah. Tested. I think IRL games are different though. Like if you're testing by yourself mm -hmm. or like if you're playing ladder, I don't know. It's just, it's just I think it's just different. Yeah, you, you have to you have to understand that like your all your matchups are gonna be favored if you're playing against ladder, just because yeah, like, exactly. People are not oh, that yeah. great, but yeah, we 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 try to play enough tournaments and other things outside or just like play yeah. a lot of like best of threes to get a good feel for what the matchup actually feels like and then you can always just include notes on the on the spread totally. the spreadsheet too that like hey like we ran like three best of threes and this is kind of how it felt mm -hmm. yeah we had to get away from the whiteboard because um back in sable stream days we had jason stay with us at our house for a week jason klasinski he just randomly hit us up on his uh, move from Florida to Chicago. Oh, and nice. we were like, okay, um, what's up, man? He's like, uh, so I, I, what are you guys doing this week? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, we're just going to be like chilling at home. It's like summer vacation. We're not doing anything. He's like, uh, can I like come up and say hey? And sure enough, he stayed with us for like a week. And we had our own whiteboard set up. 
And in the middle of the night, he would cross everything out and just write uh, crude things or whatever he wanted. And he did that to our whiteboard Iconic. and to Ryan's schedule in his room. We still have like a Facebook <laughs> message of like what oh what God. he wrote on Ryan's schedule for the week. And, uh, oh no. Yeah, those are yeah, those are some uh, pretty wild things he said. <laughs> hmm. So okay, well, no one's done that to my whiteboard yet, but I don't know, Kyle. If you come and stay with me at some point for some reason, um, uh, oh, you you best believe I'll take a picture so you can recreate your whiteboard, but I will dismantle that thing. <laughs> Just raw on the whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> god. Oh god! All right, well, Kyle, this is this has been awesome. I really yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. This is really fun. Of course, on, yeah. No, this is a blast. Oh, sweet. Wait, do, do you want to do uh, like uh, shout out your socials and anything like that? Uh, yeah. If you want to, you can follow me. It's K Sablehouse. <laughs> My last name is. It should be able to be spelled by now, but it never is. S A B E L H A U S. Uh, I'll be casting a lot of events in the future, hopefully. So you can catch me on all the official wink, streams that we do. Yep, yeah, maybe see me <laughs> in the future. Who knows? Who knows? And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to play some more this year too. So hopefully you get to catch me playing awesome. some games and uh, continuing to break the caster curse. Well, now that me and Ryan are on the same team, we'll be we'll be hitting you up with those ideas. <laughs> hey, maybe we can, can can include you in the spreadsheet and get you going on our in our Discord. Oh boy, I'm ready. <laughs> Love it. All right, sweet Kyle. Well, thanks for coming on. It was a blast having you. And thanks to everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We got new episodes every uh, every other Wednesday, so stay tuned for the next one. We got worlds coming up, so we're gonna be testing a lot for that. Um, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Too many podcast features. Drew Allen, Alex Cook, Trevor Reed, and myself, Andrew Zavala. Follow us on Twitter at Drew Too Many Cast. Our intro song is called Breaks Frontier, written for us by Eric Wells. You can find him as Mr. Period E on Spotify. New episodes come out every other Wednesday, so we'll see you there. Thanks for listening. <laughs>